Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome everybody back to the Basin Binge, another episode, a very delayed episode on where the crawdads sing. And this is going to be a different episode. This is a really fun episode. Obviously, where the crawdads sing is a movie based off a book that came out. It's a book and I, a book that my wife and I, sorry, it's a book that my wife and I read not two. Well, actually, no, it'd be quite a three years ago, probably. I'm trying to do some math in my head. One time was we had it was two apartments ago, so minimum of two and a half years, if not further. Um, anyway, we read it a while ago. My wife loved it. I loved it, and so she was thrilled when the movie was coming out. And so I, it, it took a lot of convincing. That's part of the reason this was delayed. My wife Daisha joined me for the first time ever on the Basin Bin. She was extremely nervous, but it was a, a it was a lot of fun. So if the audio is a little bit weird, it's because part of my we I only had my one microphone set up. And in, instead of just my wife speaking, it ended up becoming a conversation. So a lot of my audio I'm re-recording after so that it sounds better, but it genuinely was a conversation. So that's if it sounds weird. Additionally, I have convinced my wife that she will do this with me again if this specific episode receives enough reviews on Podchaser. So if it receives a minimum of six reviews, that is the number she selected, six reviews, because I would do higher, but no one leaves reviews on Podchaser, sadly. So if this episode on Where the Crowded Sings gets six reviews, Dates with Daisha will become a consistent thing at the Basin Binge, and she will join me more frequently. So with all that aside, let's get into the first segment, Two Cents, which is completely spoiler-free, and in the later segments, we'll get into the spoilers and have mine and my wife's thoughts on where the crowd sing. Like, am I just going to be talking, or are you going to like... No, I'm going to say things. Well, after, but because I only have one microphone to record in, so like on my own, I'm going to record what I have to say. It thing. needs to be genuine. I it can't is, just sit there and is, talk. It is going to be genuine. I, I know what I'm going to say in response to you. Do you want me to say it? Yeah. I think it's a great adaptation of the book. I think the performances, especially by Daisy Edgar Jones as Kaya, and the actor who plays Tate, are great. I think Kaya is really endearing and her story is touching. And there are a lot of things in the book, like I heard people say how it's like, oh, there's social commentary in it. And which is true, and there was more of that that I didn't notice in the book that are here. Uh, I think the marsh is captured really well. The author, Delia Owens, is a zoologist like Kai was and wrote the book with a lot of like beautiful detail for the marsh, and I liked seeing the marsh, like actually seeing it. Um, yeah, there's a lot of beautiful moments where the marsh is captured, but it's just like a really touching story and like added 
Like, I, I love the story of Kaya, and I love the book, because we read it a lot, and we really enjoyed it. Obviously, the book is always better than the movie. Everyone says that. But there's new elements of Kaya and her story that I appreciate and like now, and that I was touched by the movie, that I thought it did a good job. What would be your spoiler-free review of Where the Crawdads Sing? Yeah, I think it was a phenomenal murder mystery and romance, of course. I always like the romance movies. Uh, the the depth of the movie, the depth of the characters, their emotions and actions, pretty much you experience every mo- emotion in the movie. Um, I, yeah, I loved the character development. I also loved seeing the character of Kaya come to life on screen. Uh, she... There's just something so endearing, like Harrison said, endearing about her. Um, so loved her character. That's what made me want to see the movie so bad was reading about her character in the book. Uh, should people go see the movie? And if so, why? Yes. Why should they see it? <laughs> because it's amazing. Is there any other reason? It's just a must-see. You just have to see it. Okay. Thank you again, Daisha, for sitting down with me to have that conversation also turn it into the conversation even though the audio is a little bit harder to follow and maybe not as loud and doesn't sound as good as i would have liked the conversation is a lot more fun and i really think that there is potential to do this a lot more so if you want to hear that at, if you're like me and you think this would be fun please re- leave a review on podchaser again podchaser.com slash the basement binge link below leave a review on this specific where the crowd had sings episode uh but moving on to the next segment so the next segment here is Pick Your Poison, which is the rating scale here at the Basement Binge, all about the bingeability of the film. So out of four options, four ratings, would you choose to never watch it again? Very self-explanatory. Above that, you're willing to uh, stream it. It's on a service you're already paying for. You're just looking for something to watch when browsing. You'd be willing to click on that. Above that, you would rent it. In the right circumstances, pay a few dollars to watch it, and the top of the list, own it. Daisha, you've told me multiple times that you are, you, you've asked me, when does the Blu-ray come out? So. What is your poison? I'm waiting to purchase it as soon as it's available. So I guess we're going to be owning this movie eventually. Now, on to the next segment, and now we will be getting into spoilers here. So if you have not seen this movie, again, spoilers coming. If you've read the book, then you don't need to worry at all. So spoilers are coming. The next segment is Live Up, where we get to talk about the expectations we had for the film, especially with having known the book and and enjoyed the book. What expectations did we have for the movie, and was it able to live up to them? So Daisha loved this book. I, I enjoyed it as well. We read it over summer. She particularly loved it. And when the movie was announced, even before the trailer came out, she would continue to ask me, when is the movie coming out? When is it going to be released? And then when the trailer came out, she would watch it constantly. She'd come home from work and be like, oh, I watched the Crawdads trailer like three times a day. When, when, when can you get tickets? And told me multiple times, this is the only movie I want to see opening weekend. You make me go watch all these movies with you. We have to see it opening weekend, which we did. That's why this episode is very delayed. Hundreds of times she watched the trailer. So I asked her, what made her so excited for this movie? And this is what she had to say. Yeah, when Harrison and I watched or read it together, we it was just the biggest twist at the end. We were like, was it is it Tate? Did Tate kill him because he hates him? You know, Kaya couldn't have done it. She's so innocent. Um, I don't know. It just really threw a twist at us at the end. So I was so excited to see that come to life on a screen. I wanted to see how that played out. Also, um... We had a strong, we both had a strong vision of the characters in our brain, of what they look like and how they lived in their environment. Um, and I think it's really fun to see other people's perception and the way that they portray characters um, from their imagination. So um, when we first saw the trailer, I told Harrison, I said, that's not Kaya. Like, that's not the one that I saw in my head. 
Uh, but then by the end of the movie, I loved um, Daisy, who played Kaya in the movie. I thought that it was incredible depiction of Kaya in a unique way that I that I didn't originally picture. So, yeah, loved the movie. Loved how it followed the book as well. So did it live up to your expectations? Yeah, yeah, I think it did. I was actually really worried that it wouldn't follow the course of the book, that it's something would go, you know, they would tell the story differently or maybe depict the characters differently. And I love that they stuck to the book and that made the movie uh, really well done. Yeah, I, I thought... Like, obviously, it's a movie, so they can't include everything from the book. It's a long book. So I was worried, like, what parts were they going to cut out? You know what I mean? Like, um, if anybody's read the book, there's this one moment where she has her period. And isn't it in front of Tate? Yeah. Like, for the first time ever. Like, she doesn't know what it is. She's maturing. And, like, in the book, it's a really endearing scene to Kaya. Like, it really opens your heart to her and to Tate and their relationship. But in the movie, it just wouldn't have worked. Like, there would have been yeah. a lot of, like, explaining and, like, working around that to include it in the movie. So I felt like the things they did take out made it so that the movie, like, flowed better and wasn't, like, bogged down by trying to make these moments happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it would have felt like it was just in there to be in there not to match the story that the movie was telling. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, to be able to show the book in the short span of a movie, I think they did as good as you could have done. Yeah, I agree. So to answer the question of the segment, it lived up for both of us. Now, moving on to the next segment, which is binge points. All about the Easter eggs, details, trivia, behind the scenes things, that type of stuff. Why do I always get a weird lisp when I say behind the scenes things? Um, obviously, I didn't know a ton of those details. Daisha didn't. She's not the type of person to go researching those things. But these are what small binge points we did have. Uh, I just loved, again, the actress that played Kaya. I thought her emotions were played so well, especially um, how naive she is, her innocence. It was beautifully done, um, and I loved the way that uh, Tate reacted to her. Those two are so wonderful to watch on screen. Yeah, I also loved Jumpin' and Maybell. Harrison and I were talking about them, and they... The actors picked for that were just phenomenal. So I liked watching a lot of the... The characters. I think those were the de details I liked the most were the characters and their emotions. Yeah. Also, I don't know. Do you remember? I can't remember how the book described the shell necklace that Chase, yeah, the Chase wore. Did it? Do you remember how it described it? Because I don't. But I no. always imagined it like, you know, those shell necklaces that people wear that are like the white shells that is oh, like a the lot whole necklace. That's what I always imagined. What did you imagine? I pictured as? one shell. Oh, like it was in the movie? Yeah, yeah. Like tied on a string? Because I think, who found it? Someone? Kaya found Kaya it. Kaya found it, yeah. So I pictured it being one one single shell. Oh, yeah. And it said, didn't it say that it was on like a twine or something? Yeah, yeah. Which, oh, I yeah. guess, well, I don't know, why did I imagine it wrong? That's weird. Okay. <laughs> so, as you can tell, pretty minimal binge points. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're going to move on to the next segment here, which is least and likes. This is where we talk about our least favorite scene and our favorite scene. So, Daisha, did you have a least favorite scene? Yes. I did not like uh, when Chase attacked Kaya and she tried to basically fight for her life. I think it showed just how low and trashy Chase had become at that point. And it was scary. I I did not like watching it. I just wanted Kaya to be safe. And, and I was glad when that scene was over. So, what about you? Uh, yeah, that, I, I would say that was the scene that was most uncomfortable to watch. And I think it's because of how well done it was. Like it really showed the, like the evilness of Chase and also just like how horrible that situation really is and the repercussions of living with it afterwards. Like, um, yeah, like that was one of the scenes that really called my attention to the social commentary of the book and the, and the movie in general. But yeah, that was a difficult scene to watch. Yeah, and I think it I think it also made me realize how much Chase was going to pursue his attack on Kaya. Like it showed how real that was and that he wasn't going to stop. He was just going to keep going and going and she really did have to get away from that. Yeah, it like showed cuz I remember when we were reading the book for a long time I was like, "Well, why did she have to kill him?" Like, you know, why not go to the police or just you know, go be with Tate or whatever. And like, I felt like that scene did a good job of showing just how horrible of a situation she is and how she really needed to get away from Chase to like, like kill him. Like she, her life couldn't continue with Chase around. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it did a good job of that. Okay. So Daisha has mentioned this multiple times after seeing the movie and it's in the trailer, her least favorite line from the movie that Kaya says, what is it? What was the line before that though? Saying how like she's gonna get oh she's no no, gonna, no 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 that she's she'll she, be innocent she'll be she, proved she's gonna be innocent she'll yeah. be proved innocent and then she says one way or the other <laughs> Which, no, no she says yeah 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 one way or the other and that irks me I'm like Harrison it's supposed to be one way or another I've never heard someone say one way or the other so yeah let us know what side are you on are you on Kaya's one way or the other or Daisha's one way or another <laughs> Did you have a favorite scene? Um, well, I think I love the ending, the ending scene where Tate finds out that it was Kaya. That's fun just because it stirs up all your emotions. Just everything that you've suspected and thought during the movie is just turned upside down. And, and you really have to like question, could she really have done that? Like innocent Kaya did that. And, and then it makes you reflect on how she was raised by the marsh and how her whole theories of life were based on, um, what she learned from the creature she knew and they live by on the principles of survival. So, so I went from being like, no way could she have done that to being like, of course she could do that. That's the only thing that she knew. That's how she was raised. Yeah. Uh, you also said that you liked, uh, the lawyer, Tom Milton, Mr. (laughs) Milton. Yeah. What, what did you like about him? 
Yeah, I just thought that uh, she had an awesome lawyer and he really tested the opinions of the people. I think the people were skeptical of her all along and uh, they just didn't like her for some reason. And so it was funny that he tested all of their opinions of her and gave all this reasons of like all these reasons of why she was innocent and couldn't have done such a thing. And I, I thought it was kind of comical. Yeah, I it made uh, that was another thing of the seeing the movie that made it feel so real was like seeing how real the court case was. You know what I mean? Yeah. And how much how much he was doing to really like fight for Kaya. And, and like push against the people i like yeah and even swayed the whole yeah, he won all the people yeah right now i did not mention my favorite scene but if i had to pick one i really really enjoyed the scene where kaya and tate are forming the relationship for the first time where she's finding the feathers and just there's a lot of that summer romance feel and and just like and and him teaching her there's just a lot of beauty in that and i like how it was depicted and, and just a lot of the interactions that Kaya had with Tate, I really, really enjoyed. Every single time they were on screen together, there was something about their relationship that really endeared me to the story that was being told. And I enjoyed that. So that would, if I had to pick one, it would be that one. Moving on to the last segment here, which is fall in. This is where we talk about the messages or meanings, right? The impactful things that we can apply to our life. So Daisha, what would you say is the message of the movie? Or as my dad always says, what's the moral of the story? I think that uh, the moral of the story is that you are a product of how you are raised. Um, I work with a lot of counselors and therapists um, at my job, and um, I've learned that even from talking with them. Uh, kids are oftentimes a product of their parents, and the way you're raised affects your future marriage. And, um, and so, like, for example, Kaya, she was raised by the animals in the marsh, so her understanding of life was so basic. All she knew was survival, which is basically kill or be killed. And she lived that principle to the end. Um, if you look at the other characters in the story, Kaya's father abandoned his role as a dad in the family. And then you watch the kids. All they knew was abandonment. The kids did the same thing. They left and abandoned their family. The mom left and abandoned her family um, because that's all they had grown up with. And then um, even Chase, I noticed in the movie, Chase's parents weren't super involved in his life, and he had a lack of being nurtured. Um, so when he dated Kaya, um, he didn't know how to nurture her, and he obviously did a terrible job. Um, so yeah, I just looked at all the characters and how they lived off that principle. Um, you really give back to the world to the level that you're nourished. I wasn't sure what you were going to say when I had this question prepared, and I, I like your answer a lot. I think that both the book and the movie does a good job of showing that in everybody, Kaya, Tate, Chase, um, but also seeing like the role, like jumping and Mabel being a parent to Kaya, even Mr. Milton, the lawyer, like just the role that just that relationship between parenting and children and, and growing up and being taught and mentored by people. Even the way that like Kaya was mentored by Tate, I think the scene that I really liked was when, not when chase tries to rape kaya but on their first date where they have a picnic do you remember that and he like tries to get it on with her and she's like i'm a, what does she say i'm worth more than a picnic or something oh, like yeah. that which is almost word for word what tate told her like he's like i want you to know that you're worth more than a picnic remember yeah which i thought was so special like she, like i don't know if she would have recognized her worth you know without that experience with tate which i thought was special yeah. The, the use of his words, I thought, really drove it home. That, that, yeah. What would you say the moral of the story is? Uh, I would agree. I would also say that, that there was one line 
in the movie where Kaya is at dinner with her book publishers, and she's tell- she's like joking about grasshoppers, not grasshoppers, uh, praying mantises, and how the the praying mantis, uh, like women will eat the man after giving birth to like mm-hmm. feed her young, and. The book publisher is like, oh, I got to spend less time with insects. It's immoral or something like that. And she says them along the lines of like, I don't think that there's right and wrong with animals or something like that. Yeah. Do you remember? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. I can't remember the exact line. And I that really stood out to me because I think that like, like even the way when when Kaya ran to Jumpin's place after Chase attacked her, and the way she said like, don't tell anybody. Like the town will just see me as what did she say, horn around and, and uh, trying to get money from his family. Like, it just shows the, the horrible situation she's in and that, like, her survival, there isn't a lot of right and wrong. It's just her surviving mm-hmm. and, like, the difficult. I don't know. Like, it adds a lot of grayness to situations that we sometimes paint as black and white. Yeah. It kind of takes the humanness out of it. Like, when we look at animals and you watch another animal you know a snake eat a rat or whatever you just you just see the evolution and what do you call it survival of the fittest or just animals being animals being animals um and but we don't uh usually as humans we don't live in the manner after animals so to think of another human killing another human it's just beyond terrible um but uh like it makes it less bad by like (laughs) yeah it does make it gray yeah it makes it more gray because um her world is is animals (laughs) yeah and our world is humans (laughs) i also think that it makes animal relationships more human like thinking about a praying mantis you know female who is now a mother i'm sure doesn't want to just take the life of another praying mantis i mean obviously their train of thought is very different than us humans but like it adds a human level that this is a praying mantis trying to care for her young doing the best she can. You know what I mean? And in the course ends up killing the male. I'm glad I'm not afraid of that. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was good. I thought the book overall, the book was amazing and it was a movie that I was like, oh no, what are they going to ruin the story? You know, like there's just movies that comes from books that just aren't as good. And like, while they have the same storyline, they don't capture like the emotion and like the care for the characters that you have. And I felt like both in the book and especially in the movie, it was really easy to care about Kaya. And I think that that was just done really well. I- so a huge thanks to Daisha for sitting down and recording this episode with me. It took her a lot to sit down and talk with me. I didn't know that she was within range of the microphone, so I stopped recording. But at the very end, she said, well, thank you, Daisha. Never again. I just don't- what she was saying is she felt like she was going to have a heart attack. Uh, she's an anxious person, and this was extremely outside of her comfort zone, but it was a lot of fun. I think that she had fun. She's just not admitting it. Uh, she did. I, was, I didn't force her. She, she agreed to. Uh, I'm not a horrible husband. But yeah, it, it was fun. And this would be a lot of fun for me. I suggested to her that we could turn it into a, a series on the show called Dates with Daisha. And we would pick some of her favorite romantic comedies or favorite romance movies, whatever she wants to watch. And we would have this conversation type review. Obviously, the sound quality would be a lot better. So if you want those to happen, again, please leave a review on podchaser.com slash the basement binge linked below. When you go to Podchaser to the basement binge page, it will have all those things. And then if you scroll down, it says recent episodes. And then make sure that you click on where the crawdad sings that specific episode. 
and leave a review. Any type of review on any episode is super helpful. Or at the top, you can click on episodes and find where the crawdad sings and leave a review on that episode. So if we can get to six reviews on that episode, it would be super appreciated and we would have more dates with Tasha. So thank you a bunch for listening. If you haven't heard enough, this is The Basement Binge. My name is Harrison. I was joined by my wife, Daisha, and that's all for now. Ciao, ciao. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.